How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 4, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is the pre-show, actually, this half hour. Just for you guys who are also up early with us, we appreciate you. We want to give you something uh for this half hour so here we are thank you for checking in as usual we love seeing your texts and your tweets at 702-364-9400 and at mercedes in the am really want to wish a good morning to everyone who is checking in marcus and maria jenna is listening this morning gene dylan uh buckeye bob is listening thank you guys so much what a weekend. We're finally back to Monday. How you doing? Not too bad. It's a super, super nice weekend. So many questions for you, and, and you were out there for Battle for Vegas, hosting that whole thing Saturday night. How are you feeling this morning? How was that event for you on Saturday night? It was great. It was fantastic. We had a great time. We uh, raised a ton of money, $275,000, and it was just uh, a lot of fun, a really close game. I've been to all the Battle for Vegas since they started um, four years ago, and uh Usually it's very one-sided. Uh, I think the first two years it was like very much one-sided for the Raiders. I I want to say last year it was the Golden Knights. Uh, and this year it literally boiled down to a walk-off uh, because it, like it was so close. And uh, VGK ended up winning, uh, I believe it was 21-20 or either 21 to 20 or 22 to 21 i can't remember but yeah it was a lot of fun we had a blast uh doing the on-field announcing and just got to meet so many listeners that uh are fans of the show and it was so nice to see everyone and hang out with the raiders and the golden knights and yeah it was a really good time because they're, they're trying right it's not like harlem globetrotters type stuff they're out they're out there once that game starts the, the guys are all in right oh they're bragging rights on the yeah. line yeah nobody wants to lose and in fact i actually I feel really bad for some of them when they go up there and they're like swinging for the fences and then they just with it, it and strike and I'm like oh I'm sorry <laughs> would you say that on the mic on the show? Uh, oh, no I, I kept my mouth shut although uh, Bruce who was the the VGK uh, in arena announcer uh-huh. he he was doing the in arena announcing and he would make comments like that oh, he's he really? like oh did you feel that breeze <laughs> or something like that and I was like better you than me I'm not saying it because oh, I'm literally stay. standing next to these guys you're uh-huh. up in the booth where you're safe 
life. So I'm not going to say that. But yeah, we had a really good time. And it was uh, it was just it was 22 to 21. Someone just texted. Thank you. I, uh, I, I it got crazy on the field as soon as they won. And I was kind of I kind of lost track of everything. But that's yeah. a lot of runs scored. It, it, yeah, it was a it was a lot. And uh, and I got to give credit to the Raiders, too, because, you know, the VGK, they're very beloved. They definitely get the 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 louder screams and stuff but those guys are some of the nicest guys they were out there excited to help out max crosby is just a complete pro such a great guy and uh it was just yeah it was a lot of fun so thanks to everyone who came out we had a blast and and yeah it was a a long night i was i just passed out when i got home i can imagine uh, i didn't get home until like 1 30 or something in the morning because they had like an after party for uh-huh. all of us that worked and and the players and so like we're hanging out here here's jack eichel right next to me we're all having drinks and stuff i was like what is my life what is happening right now so how cool. am i hanging out with them awesome but it was good how did you how was your weekend oh it was it was nice it was it was a great weekend uh reconnected with uh some friends over the weekend did dinner on saturday i was out at the fan fest for a couple hours on saturday so they had the fan fest on friday and the fan fest on Saturday, so I was out there Saturday afternoon, and that was fun. It was interactive. Um, Golden Knights, Aviators, Raiders, every Vegas sports team was out there representing a booth or some kind of interactive thing, so that was a lot of fun on Saturday. And then Saturday night, um, one of Lars' favorite bands is a group called Manchester Orchestra, and they were at the Cosmopolitan with Jimmy Eat World, so we went to that concert on Saturday night, and I only know, I mean, I know Jimmy Eat World, but I only know Manchester Orchestra through Laura and some songs that I've heard her play and stuff, but it was, it was a great show. And she, her senior favorite band was a lot of fun on Saturday. And then um, Sunday, I went and saw Barbie on Sunday. So I saw the Barbie movie this weekend. Nice. Well, we, I'm sure we have a lot to talk about as far as Barbie, Oppenheimer, the box office. It was just a record-breaking box office this weekend. All of that coming up this morning and what's trending. But let's uh, start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to start uh, pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Hey There, Delilah by Plain White Tea? Hey there, Delilah, I know times are getting hard But just believe me, girl, someday I'll pay the bills with this guitar We'll have it good We'll have the life we knew we would Do you want to hear Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve? Bittersweet to hear heaven by dj sammy those are your choices you can get your votes in right now all you got to do is call us or text us at 702-364-9400 you can vote on our facebook page or tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. We are going to count your votes right now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. There is some confusion about Ariana Grande's new boyfriend. We'll clear things up in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Hey there, Delilah. By, uh, by the Plain White Tees is a pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1.
It's the Daily Dirt. Turn it up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. We just heard Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift's uh, Speak Now. Taylor's version is still the number one album in the country. This is her third re-recorded album. And it's the first re-recorded Swift album that has spent its first two weeks at number one. And then last week we talked about it. Taylor became the first living artist to chart four albums in the top ten at the same time since 1966. Those four albums still remain in the top ten. You have Speak Now, Taylor's version, number one. Midnight's moved up to number four. Lover moved up to number six. And then Folklore is still sitting at number ten in the charts. Yeah, and they don't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon. Certainly not. Uh, There's been some confusion over... For Ariana Grande's romantic life, so we need to clear things up, I guess. Ariana is not dating SpongeBob SquarePants. So it was reported last week that Ariana is dating Ethan Slater. He's her co-star in the upcoming movie version of Wicked, and he also played SpongeBob on Broadway. Ethan is 31 years old. Some people got it twisted and confused with Tom Kenny, the guy who's been the voice of the cartoon SpongeBob for more than 20 years. Tom is 61. And he's been married for 27 years. So Tom's wife, Jill, felt the need to post that her husband is not dating Ariana. And she added, I don't know if Ethan Slater is or not uh, dating Ariana. However, they're both adorable and I totally ship it. Well, I mean, it's just a, a new to everyone. So we're all just still kind of like, wait, what's happening? Trying to figure out, is she dating SpongeBob? The guy that voiced SpongeBob? Okay, so people are still debating whether or not those social media influencers were right or wrong to take those selfies during the Miranda Lambert concert earlier this month. We had one of the ladies on the show last week. It was a whole thing. We also had LL Cool J on the show last week, and we asked him his thoughts. And if you missed it, here was LL's take on the whole Miranda scolding fans for taking selfies during her concert. Would you ever stop a song to scold a fan that was taking a photo? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda, get over it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And he went on, was added some more things. Entertainment uh, outlets are picking up. Entertainment Tonight ran that LL Cool J stuff. E did a whole story on it. So has has Miranda Lambert said anything yet? She hasn't directly commented on the situation, but I guess there was someone, a fan at the show over the weekend, who had a shirt on that said, shoot tequila, not selfies, and she loved it and was applauding that shirt. And she did a shot with that person. <laughs> she took, They gave her a little bottle of tequila, and she did a little shot with them. So, I mean, I still think... I, I I don't know. I, I know. I think we have kind of different views on it, but I was just like, why is she like mad that her fans are excited to see her? Yeah, um, I, I I completely agree the way her take on it, the, the the way she scolded them and the words she used and everything. I completely disagree with it, but I, I do question some of the situation of how the selfie was taken. But as far as Miranda stopping and yelling and everything, to, to me that's uncalled for. What what is the like? What do you question about it? What specifically? Well, okay, because looking at the photos, it looks like the. Right there next to the stage. And if she's doing a very somber, kind of a slower song, and you've got five, six ladies standing up, doing multiple poses, because when she was on the show, that she was explaining, we're all next to each other, then the lady taking the picture told us to split apart. It could be distracting to other people in the crowd. Is she blocking other people? Is it, it's, they're right there on the stage. Or is it a distraction to Miranda on stage? It could be. But also the same point. She's a pro. These are fans taking photos. There's no need to, to, to scold them in the way that she did. Yeah, I I just feel like they they paid for the tickets. Um, you, you want to be respectful. I absolutely agree. There's concert etiquette, mm-hmm. but 
I I didn't like the way she treated her fans. Oh, that tone she I had did, and everything. That was just not not right. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. It's just, I mean, it was, seriously, don't talk to anybody that way in general. Uh, World Cup, Team USA, the ladies, they won their first World Cup match. They defeated Vietnam. 3 nothing was the final score. The ladies now play Netherlands. That game is on Wednesday, and we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1880. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the show. It is just ahead of 6 o'clock on Monday, July 24th. Thank you guys for checking in with us on this day. We're ready to get a good week going. So excited to have you here. I'm sitting here in disbelief right now because I just got this email. And I saw the subject line and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The subject line of an email I just got was Halloween just creeped in. Who's ready to haunt? And it's from Bath and Body Works. Dang, that's early. They're all, (laughs) wait, it's July and we're already, like we haven't even gone through August and September. And I'm getting... Halloween emails from Bath and Body Works with their new Halloween enchanted line with uh, scents like Vampire Blood and Moonlight Moonlit Graveyard and Pumpkin Carving, Everlasting Magic. I'm like, I, like I had to stop for a second and say, what's the date? What, wait, wait, what month are we in? Because does that seem a little early or... Some of you are diehards. I get it. And it's exciting to think about. My my daughter's a diehard. She, she's been sending me nonstop X amount of days until Christmas TikToks. And I'm like, Christmas? Are you kidding? She sends me all these like cool little ideas for decor on Christmas and this and that. And, and everybody's way ahead of schedule in my house. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I, I, I just Googled, or I went through my email and did a search of Halloween. The last Halloween email I got was on Halloween last year. So I've yet to get a Halloween email from a business. It was at Albertsons over the weekend trying to think if I saw any Halloween candy out on display. Is Halloween decor out at Lowe's in Home Depot? To me, that does seem super, super early to be getting Halloween stuff. And then also, Brooklyn's already looking past her birthday and she focuses on Christmas. Oh, she's she's way past everything. She is is like 100% Christmas. She asked me if she could put up a tree in her room. We have like this cute little mini tree. She's like, can I put that tree up in my room? And I was like, of course. And she goes, now? And I was like, no. When that time comes. And she's Mm -hmm. like, like when? August? I was like, how early do you want? She's like, well, I personally would like it now if that would be fine. I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to go up and grab it for you. But um, someone just texted. It says Costco has Christmas out already. My husband, to answer your question on Lowe's, yes, there is. There's Halloween at Lowe's because he was debating on buying that big, like, Grim Reaper Six foot or not six foot. What, how tall is that thing? Ten feet tall? Yeah, it was 12 feet tall. Yeah, that thing is. yeah, he was debating buying that. And I was like, please don't like we don't need it. So he bought a bunch of other Halloween decor and it's a Halloween Disney decor. So it's sitting on our dining room table. And I was like, are you going to put this away? He's like, well, no, Halloween's right around the corner. I'll just leave it here till then. I'm like, it's two months away. He's like, yeah, but I assume we'll start decorating next month. I'm like, for Halloween in August? What is happening? Well, school goes back in two weeks, right? 
Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. justify Halloween starting it, in August. It does. It definitely does. <laughs> All right. So it is Monday. So we have beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Here's your chance to win an $1,800, $1,800 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Mendon Diamond Jewelers. All you have to do is identify a song faster than Mercedes that happens at 7 a.m. It's great if you're playing against Mercedes for that chance to win, but it's just also fun to play along to see if you can beat her in the car. Up next is What's Trending? What do you got for us? Massive, massive box office weekend, but no one thought it would be this big. Twitter is going in a whole new direction, and the U.S. Women's National Team is getting you some free Chipotle, but you got to be quick. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, well, Barbie and Oppenheimer are trending this morning. The summer box office battle was absolutely huge, exceeding all expectations. Greta Gerwig's Barbie and Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer brought record numbers into the theater this weekend, with Barbie claiming the top spot with $155 million in ticket sales. Gerwig now has... The weekend record for a female director. Oppenheimer also surpassed what was forecasted, earning $80.5 million over the weekend. This is also the first time that one movie opened to more than $100 million and another movie opened to more than $80 million in the same weekend. Just massive. Um, when the final numbers come in, it'll likely turn out to be the fourth biggest box office weekend of all time with over $300 million industry-wide. Wow. Okay, what were your thoughts on Barbie? And you saw Oppenheimer too, right? I did. I saw both of them this weekend. I thought Oppenheimer was just like a cinematic masterpiece. It was just so fascinating the the contrast of for going from black and white to color and what that meant um you know i don't want to spoil anything and let people figure it out themselves but um and then the story of you know of oppenheimer and how he it was really this this challenge for him between the love he had of academia versus morality you know it was just a really great story i thought it was so well done and then with barbie man i have so many thoughts on barbie i don't really even know where to start um it it, i just have so many mixed emotions and i was sad and i was proud and i was hopeful and i was bombed and it was just it was I I was all over the place with that movie what did you think I know you saw Barbie yeah I saw Barbie and I stayed to the very end normally I I leave movies early I get my fill and I leave but Barbie I wanted to see how everything played out and I I thought it was I thought it was cute I thought it was fun the way they they brought Barbie and Ken to life but I also did really like the message that they were sending there's some really good messages in that movie as well for Barbie what was the messages that you you took from it the monologue that America Ferreira is that her last name she played Gloria in the movie when she did that monologue to Barbie and young girls about what women face and the challenges they face. I'm like, that's it right there. That's 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 the moment of the movie that I that I truly enjoyed. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Maybe we talk about it later. I'm curious as to what you guys thought uh about the movie and just the overall message. I'm seeing I'm seeing like 80 to 20% on the positive side. Um I'm I'm seeing some some backlash too and it it's interesting to hear what people are saying. I really like the dialogue that's kind of mm-hmm. being generated from the movie. So, um I'm going to go see it again. I need to I I feel like I 
there are a couple of things that I might have missed and uh, some things that I want to just make sure I see again. So, I, yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, also trending this morning is Twitter. Well, it's basically no more. More changes coming to the social media platform. The iconic Twitter b- bird has been replaced with an X. Elon Musk Musk tweeted, and soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds. If you go to Twitter this morning, you'll see that it is now branded as X. It's no more birds, just an X, the the new logo. And uh, not sure what's behind that, but he... uh, he says that all the birds are gone. He acquired the site for $44 billion last October and has warned that it could be at risk for filing for bankruptcy as the platform still has a negative cash flow due to a 50% drop in advertising revenue and heavy debt load. So I'm not sure if this is going to be a good thing or if this rebranding is going to be great, but uh, definitely it seems like there's a lot happening as far as uh, this brand and, and trying to make it stable again there's just a mm-hmm. lot of changes on it uh and yeah you put, you just, it looks different we're seeing the x there and everything i mean it's his company he can do with it what he wants it's his, it's his business but yeah just when you go to the twitter.com it looks different i mean the tweets lay out the same but um yeah it's a different format yeah so that is trending this morning oh, no that wasn't the last one was it um no but that's okay go ahead no i, I was I hit it by accident oh okay um chipotle is trending this morning they are bringing their bowls for goals deal back um it's in conjunction with the women's national soccer team so they've got like two bowls based on two of the players and every time that the u.s women's national team will score uh, a, a go-ahead goal or a lead extending goal during the group stage of the world cup you want to go to their uh, twitter page and they're going to give you a unique code and if you're one of the first 2500 fans to text that code to 888-222 you're going to get a free entree so you got to check that out and that's what's trending Okay, a little warning here. If you get a call from us, 702-364-9400, and you pick it up, it might not be us. And if it's the IRS claiming you owe them money, do not give them money. This is a little bit scary. We have a listener of ours. Her name is Victoria, and she sent me a note on Friday. This happened Friday around 830 in the morning. She's doing whatever. She looks at her phone, and it's ringing, and it says 702-364-9400. She's an avid listener of the show. She, she, She thinks it's us. Calling her for some reason, she picks it up. Someone's on the other end explaining that they're the IRS and she owes them X amount of money and they would like her debit card to pay the bill. Yeah, because the IRS always calls and asks you for your debit card when they need you to pay. <laughs> always. Gosh, do people still fall for scams like that? Like, um, I'm glad she was smart enough to know that that was a scam because they there have to be people that believe it in order that for them to keep going with it, you know? Oh, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. And there's someone there just probably sitting on the other end, these scammers just all day calling, calling, calling. They call... They call 2,000 people. They get one person to donate X amount of money. They score right there. Yeah, the, the IRS, if they need anything, it's all by mail. IRS never calls you. It's only by mail. You're not going to get uh, and you're not gonna get anyone from this radio station calling you and asking for your debit card either. So if it is our number, you're like, oh, okay. And we're like, hey, yeah, you have tickets to pick up, but we just need a credit card number to put them under. Don't believe it. We don't do that. That's not how we work. We will ask for your email, but we will not ask for your debit card or anything like that. Yeah, it's a little scam. IRS uh, scammers trying to use us to get your information. Last to come on the show, including the trip to Disneyland. You're going to Disneyland. Just be here next hour, 7.15 for the Disney Diva of the Day. So it's 7.15. We'll tell you who the Diva is and then also give you the hour to listen for that Diva. And when you hear it, when you're caller 20, you get those four tickets to Disneyland. Remember the lessons I've learned.
for, if you're a movie buff, it was a huge weekend with Barbie and Oppenheimer just absolutely crushing it in the box office. And you still have Mission Impossible, which is in there hanging tough, too. But I was one of those people that did the Barbenheimer thing. On Friday, I went and saw Barbie. And then yesterday, I went and saw Oppenheimer. And just a word of warning, and I know a lot of you people who are planning to go see it or have seen it, the movie is long. It is probably one of the longest movies I've ever seen. I had to leave in the middle of it to take a bathroom break. That's how long it it's is. It's three hours, right? Yeah. And then you incorporate the, the previews, previews and all that. Long. So you're, you know, you're in there for mm-hmm. a while. That being said, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. And it's just, if you're, if you're not familiar, it's about J. Robert Oppenheimer, who was appointed to work on the Manhattan Project and created the nuclear bomb and crazy if little knowledge from the movies the explosion in the movie was not cgi like they created that on their own which if you see it and you're like in there and you literally feel your seat shaking it's like intense so i was talking to my mom last night when um when we got home and uh just a lot of my family lives in New Mexico and a lot of my family works at the lab where this all happened in Los Alamos. My uncle and aunt worked there uh, for many years. My cousin, he still works there. Well, two, th- three of my cousins work there currently. Um, and I was talking to my mom about that and just the movie. And she said, you know, your grandpa worked at Los Alamos around that same time, right? D- during this uh, Oppenheimer thing. And I'm like, I go, he worked with Oppenheimer? She goes, no, no. (laughs) He's in the movie. (laughs) He goes, you got to ask your aunt. But from what I remember her saying, your your grandpa and your Tio Tony, who's my my great, um, great uncle, they both worked there around that time. They were also in the war. So it was like... either before or after. I can't... I got to get the details from Mm -hmm. my aunt. But I was like, we have a tie to Oppenheimer. And she's like, well... I mean, yeah, I mean, you're stretching, I but, no, you, we, stretch, you know, but there's yeah. kind of a tie there. And then my mom was telling me that uh, how my life could have gone down uh, a completely different path because of the Los Alamos National Library or uh, Laboratory. So my at one point when I was a little kid, my, my dad worked. Um, we were living in a small town in uh, Colorado called Windsor, and my dad worked at Kodak up there and he got three job offers. He got an offer to work at IBM in Boulder, Colorado. He got an offer to work at the Los Alamos Laboratory in Los Alamos. And he got an offer to work at a company called Johns Manville in Littleton. Well, they were going to take the Los Alamos job. And I guess we went down there, the three of us. They found a house in this town called White Rock. And we're all getting ready to move in. And at that last minute, that John's Manville job came in, swooped up. They're like, hey, we're offering you this. And then we ended up moving. But I was like, yeah, we almost lived in Los Alamos, near Los Alamos Mm -hmm. for my dad to have a job there. I'm like, weird. I had no idea. I saw my life go down a totally different path. Oh, yeah. Los Alamos Mercedes. What would she be doing right now? Would she be doing radio in New Mexico? We literally were talking about that. I was like, I I don't think I would be. I think I would have probably ended up working at the lab like the rest of my Uh family. Yes, yeah, you know? true. They're all That's working there. That's just kind there. of what they, they all do. That is, uh, I mean, that is a neat, I know you're saying it's a stretch to the Oppenheimer stuff, but that, that's still a neat connection to that laboratory and everything. And Like you, if they, re- did he bump into yeah, Oppenheimer at some he point? He was there, though, like, They were in the bathroom there. at the same time.
guy like hey how's it going man <laughs> nice watch thank you <laughs> yeah I, I was like i gotta get more details from my aunt she knows all about that but i thought that was a kind of a cool tie-in yeah real cool you need to check out the atomic museum that's here in town i think you, especially with your connection now i think you yeah. really enjoy it they have the trinity gadget an exact replica of the trinity gadget at the atomic museum here in las vegas and it's like flamingo and maryland parkway right on the outskirts of the university uh, up next is the hot three what do you got for us all right well amc theaters they scrap their plan to do this it was uh something people were really upset about it's not going to happen we'll tell you what it is also when you have dogs what is the dog's ideal situation more dogs with them kids will tell you how to keep your pet happy and searches for this are at an all-time high right now and when i tell you what it is i think you'll know why we'll talk about all that coming up next in the hot three how powerful is cox internet Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast in about 10 minutes it's beat mercedes on this minden monday your chance to win an 1800 diamond pendant from michael e. Menden diamond jewelers if you can identify a song faster than mercedes let's, let's go. here we go, go. 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. AMC Theaters had this brilliant idea to charge more for the best seats in the house. And now they're like, oh, you know what? Never mind. The company announced late last week that its sightline pricing program is going to come to an end in the coming weeks. AMC said most moviegoers were willing to pay extra for the best seats, but the company did not see very much as far as change goes into people buying the cheaper seats. Uh, in the front of the theater. AMC is now going to look into testing a new seating concept that will replace the front rows with lounge-style seating. This concept is going to begin testing later this year. When I went and saw Barbie on Sunday, like, so what's your ideal spot in a theater? So when I went to pick my ticket, I picked the very last row in the theater, aisle seat. That way if I had to use the bathroom, I'd have to step over anybody, but I always go last row, as far, or at least as far back as possible, and as close to the aisle as possible. I like to be in the back um, either the last or the second to last row, um, but I like to sit in the middle. I like to be right in the middle of it and get that, just that, that center view. Um, the one thing I noticed, though, and maybe it was because it's been a, it was a really busy box office weekend, or actually not, because I've noticed this the past few times I've gone to the movie theater. Have the theaters you've gone to been kind of dirty like it makes me wonder if they're not having they they don't have enough employees to keep up with the the cleanliness but the theater i went to yesterday so clean i i was actually very impressed i was like wow this place is clean it's not sticky when i walk Mm -hmm. um the bathroom was clean the theater i went to on friday oh my gosh i i felt like a I felt like it was Oppenheimer and a bomb had gone off there because it was just disgusting. There were no paper towels in the bathroom. Half of the toilets were plugged up. Every time I walked um, into the into the theater, like if I walked to my seat, it was like sticky, sticky. It was just there was popcorn in my seat when I sat down. I'm like, this is disgusting so i just i've noticed that the last couple of times i've gone to the movies couldn't have been the fact that friday i think friday compared to the theaters on sunday was not as busy even for movies like barbie barbie fridays it was pretty much sold out everywhere it was just packed and then saturday's a little bit lighter i went on sunday and i, I was looking at the difference between saturday and sunday more tickets available on sunday could the theater's been so busy on friday when you saw barbie that they just couldn't keep up with the traffic that was coming in it could have been. However, I think I, I, I mentioned it's I've seen this the last You've few before, times yeah. I've gone. So I just I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. But it was uh, I was pleasantly surprised yesterday when I went. But I also went to a really early movie. So I think I was one of the first people in the theater. And so maybe that's why, because it wasn't the end of the day when everything has happened. Mm-hmm. But it was just something I noticed. Also this morning, um, new research into canine happiness finds that dogs are the happiest when they live with other dogs. However, the presence of children in the home has a negative association with a dog's life satisfaction. The scientists found that time with children had a negative effect on dog happiness. And you're probably asking why, like my kids love our dog and our dog loves our kids. Well, they say the more children or the, or time that owners dedicate to their children, leads to less time with them. And so they actually don't like living in homes with children. So we have two dogs. They they get along great. No kids in our house. But I know you had Max, then Molly, 
And then Sophie, did the relationship between Max and Molly and you change once Sophie arrived on the scene? I didn't feel like it, but, you know, I can't I can't speak for them. I'm sure that they did feel <laughs> probably a little neglected when I'd get up in the middle of the night and go to her and not them. And, or at that point, we were letting them sleep in bed with us. Mm-hmm. And then at, at some point, I think we ended up kicking them out and they were probably mad thinking it was the baby's fault. But I got to say, they just they loved on her so much. So I think that there was kind of a new love that was brought, like maybe less a, a less of a percentage from us, but then you add a new person and you get a percentage from them, so it kind of stays the same. It balances know? out, yeah. yeah. And a new love, a, a child love for dog is different than an adult love for a dog. Exactly. Finally, this morning, uh, the historic heat wave we've been having is also causing a historic amount of Googling. Searches for heat wave, air conditioning, and fans have hit an all-time high this month. That's according to Google Trends. And we're also searching for a lot of other phrases, too, that revolve around heat. So the number one question we're asking about the heat is what is heat stroke? Well, it's when your body core temperature is 104 or higher. It's it's not really a stroke, but it can cause headaches and confusion and slurred speech and seizures. It can even kill you when it's less severe. It's it's called heat exhaustion. Um, someone, another common phrase that's being Googled a lot is um, how long does heat exhaustion last? That can take a few days until you feel back to normal, as I'm sure a lot of you can attest to. But you can still be sensitive to hot weather for a week or more. The other questions that are being asked a lot, what are the first signs of heat exhaustion? Uh, heavy sweating, racing heart, cramps, headache, dizziness. What to, What do you do for heat exhaustion? Of course, you definitely want to drink fluids, take a cool bath. And what does heat stroke feel like? It's another one of those questions that's being googled a ton uh i'm guessing not good but uh, people tend to feel confused maybe even get aggressive or combative they say when it's when it's bad enough to be heat stroke you're not supposed to give people water which i did not know that would be my first thing i was thinking they're dehydrated they need to cool down somehow yeah well if you if it won't do much at that point and they could inhale it into their lungs by mistake if they're low on electrolytes, water could actually make things worse. So they say, instead, call 911 right away and do other things to cool them down, like put cool towels all mm-hmm. over them or something like that. So interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, good, at, uh, especially here in Las Vegas. Good tips to have. Yeah. All right, here we go. It is time for Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Here is your chance to win an $1,800 diamond pendant. For, uh, uh, necklace from Michael Men and Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. All right, so I'm going to do a little practice round with Steph here to to get warmed up and also to show you guys how it works. So I'm going to uh, step out here and let you guys take over. All right, Steph, how you feeling this morning? I'm okay. I'm doing good, but I don't know if I'm on top of my A game with this. Every practice run, it's been a while since I've beat Mercedes. Yeah, I don't think you've ever beat her. I've beat her maybe... I don't think I've ever be here. You're right. I've gone close. You've gotten close. Well, when we play the actual contest, we have this song. You don't get to pick the genre or anything, but I'll let you pick. A you want, genre? Yeah. Do you want to okay. go? Do you, uh, you want to go older or do you want to go current? I'm gonna go current. Okay, you go current. Okay. okay. You don't get that option when you play the actual game. This right. is just the practice run. Thanks so. for doing that. <laughs> of course, of course. Let me bring this down here, and um, I'll start the song. Soon as you know it, shout out, got it. Uh-huh. And you got five seconds to correctly identify by artist and title. And then the song goes a max of 20 seconds. If you don't identify it within 20 seconds, we stop it automatically, and you got to give us something. Okay. All right, you ready? Let's do it. You want it current, right? I do. Okay. Song starts now. Okay. <laughs> Seven by John Cook. And right. 
Featuring? Featuring Lotto. Yeah. Oh, my God. We have to do the features, too. Okay. Because she'll give the feature. You're right. She'll give the feature. You're right. She will. 2.1 seconds. Oh, she's going to do way better than me. Okay. Here she comes. The champ. Here enters the champ. Headphones are on. All right. The unbeaten. Are you ready, Mercedes? Yeah, that took a while. We were chit-chatting. I, I gave her some options. The genre. Even though you can't do that during the game. I, we were deciding what genre to do for the test run. Hip-hop. I can't say what it is. Okay. All right, I'm going to start the song as soon as you know it, Mercedes. Shout uh, out, got it, okay? I hope it's hip hop. <laughs> uh, and it starts now. Got it. Uh, seven, JK and Lotto. You are correct. Now, Mercedes, you did it in 1.3 seconds. Steph got it right as well. Oh, boy. Steph did it in 2.1 seconds. Oh, 2.1? Oh, is fast. my God. Because she was with me when I heard that song for the first time. I'm like, oh, she knows this song just as well as I do. Good song. Wow, that's a random song to pick. What was the category? I said, do you want something uh, older or something current? I gave her the two options. She said current. Oh, well, of course. I would pick current. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean we're going to have an older song? I can't say. Oh, no. That, uh, this might be very bad for me, but good for you. So <laughs> make sure you call in right now. It's 702-364-9400. You can play Beat Mercedes for Midden and Mondays. What are we at now? $1,800. $1,800 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael Eman and Diamond Jewelers. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It is 7.04 and it is time to beat Mercedes. It is Minden Monday and we have an $1,800 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael Eman and Diamond Jewelers up for grabs. And today's contestant is Claudia. Good morning, Claudia. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you two? Really well. Thank you for uh, listening this morning. I'm excited for you. I mean, I the ultimate goal here is for you to beat me and get this $1,800 diamond pendant. So I am going to wish you the best of luck. I really hope you beat me. I'm going to leave the studio. And uh, when I come back, I, I hope to lose. <laughs> <laughs> she truly does hope to lose. She does. She wants you to win. But she's really good at this game. So it's, it's hard to beat her. But Claudia, how are you doing? How, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Do anything fun? We didn't do nothing, so did you see relax. No Barbie or Oppenheimer this weekend? No. <laughs> Next weekend. How what, what's your, your scale of one to ten, your music knowledge? Um five. <laughs> five. It's respectable stuff. A five is respectable. Not, not bad, not bad, yeah. You never know what's gonna happen. Okay, so I'm gonna play some audio. I just wanna make sure you can hear everything. This is not the actual contest. This is just some audio. Let me know you can hear everything through the phone line. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay. Uh, next sound you hear over the actual song itself. So I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, scream really loud. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And we'll stop the song. Actually, we'll stop the clock immediately. Okay, okay. And, and then we'll stop the song. And you got five seconds to identify it correctly by artist and title. Now, if you go 20 seconds, it stops automatically. And you got to give us something, all right? Okay. Okay, here we go. Next sound you hear will be the song. Good luck, Claudia. It starts now. And I stopped it at 20 seconds. Uh, what, what is it? What do you think it is? I know. I, I 
could sing the song. I don't know who it is. <laughs> oh, it's hard. It's okay. It's from the 90s. Blind Melon, No Rain is the song. All right, hold on one second, Claudia. We'll put you on hold and uh, bring in Mercedes so everyone knows how that kind of played out and put on a surprise face here. She walks in. She gets ready. Puts on her headphones. Turns on her mic. She hello. is ready to go. Hello. Hello. All right, Mercedes. All right. Let me hit uh, reset on this clock. Let's go. I'm going to start it. As soon as you know it, shout out, got it, okay? Okay. And it starts now. Got it. No rain, blind melon. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Mercedes, you got it right. And you stopped the clock at 1.3 seconds. Mm-hmm. Now, Claudia. Claudia. She went 20 seconds and didn't know it. So once again. (laughs) The champ champ continues to reign. Oh, man. I think I got lucky on that one. I mean, that's a very distinctive thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, maybe not for everyone. (laughs) She knew it. She could sing it. She knew the song. But just sometimes you know the song, but it's hard to pull the title and the artist out. At that time, I watched a lot of MTV. I saw that video on a lot. The Bumblebee Girl. Bumblebee Girl, Girl, yeah. Yeah. So I have a distinct, vivid memory of that song. So I'm sorry, Claudia. Bad news on that end. But good news for next week's contestant because that diamond pendant just turned into a $1,900 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jeweler. Be Mercedes every Monday on this Minden Monday. Now, up next here, you're going to Disneyland. How do you get these Disneyland tickets? It's easy. Got to be here in about 10 minutes. We're going to give you the Disney Diva of the Day. So we'll give you the Diva, and we'll also give you the hour to listen for that Diva. And when you hear the right Diva in the right hour and you're caller 20, you're going to get four tickets to the Disneyland Resort. Let's get back to more Mercedes in the morning. I like to listen in the morning and uh, while I'm driving to work. On Mix 94.1. We have your Disneyland Resort tickets again this week. And what you are doing is listening every morning at this time for the Disney Diva of the Day. When you hear that Diva in the hour we tell you to listen, you want to be caller 20 and you're going to get a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day passes to the Disneyland Resort. So... Are we ready? Today's Disney diva of the day is Moana. Be the light of the sky to see. It calls me. And no one knows how far it goes. You want to listen for Moana this morning in the 9 o'clock hour. When you hear Moana sing How Far I'll Go. Gotta be caller 20 and you will be on your way to the Disneyland Resort. Happening the 9 o'clock hour, 702-364-9400. It's the Daily Dirt Turn it up. with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Harry Styles, he wrapped up his love on tour in Italy with a final concert that left fans in tears. So he closed the show with a 10-minute untitled instrumental song played on the piano thanking his fans for the support the new music introduced during the tour it caused a frenzy of excitement among fans on social media here is some of the instrumental that harry styles wrapped up his tour with went on for 10 minutes as he's thanking his fans and the crowd. The Love on Tour began in 2021, spanned five continents, becoming one of the top 10 highest grossing tours of all time, earning nearly $600 million. And it all started here in Las Vegas. 
that we were tour stop number one. Did you go to that show? Yeah, I was at that show. I can't believe that here we are a couple of years later and it's over. So it was sad. We we were watching the uh, someone was live streaming the uh-huh. concert and we were watching it and we're, we're during that song. I'm like, what is this? Is this a new song? Like, what? This is really. I mean, it was really beautiful. It was just. It was emotional. He was uh, really touched, and it was. Uh, I'm kind of sad it's over because that was one thing that me and and my daughters we like to do is find a live stream of the concert. We just put it on the TV and start and watching watch it. it. Yeah. You also did Taylor Swift. We you... watched the Seattle no, night two of Seattle last did night. You? Yep. <laughs> and you saw Nickelback a couple weeks ago. Rank them, Swift. Styles Nickelback. Oh well, I mean, you're gonna put me in a no-win situation here. It's your honest opinion. Um, I th- I would put Taylor first, Harry second, and Nickelback third. But I enjoyed all three shows. All right, and then BTS is above all of them. Um, yeah, yeah. Why? No, just wondering. <laughs> I like it. I like in your concert rate, r- rankings. Because you did four. You did all four BTS shows, right? I did. Yeah, That's good. I went to all four of them that were in Las Vegas. I didn't go to any of them that were in LA, though. But yeah, I did. I did the four Vegas dates. Now I find it interesting to hear what actors passed on certain roles, or maybe they couldn't fit it into their schedule. If you didn't know, Amy Schumer, she dropped out of the, the original Barbie movie because she said it didn't feel feminist and cool. For the time, she just said it was a scheduling conflict, but she backed out, and then they got Margot Robbie for the role. Matt Damon, apparently this is now coming to light, could have done Avatar. James Cameron, um, he offered it to him back in 2009, but at the time, Damon was doing the Bourne movies, and Damon didn't want to leave the franchise and leave them hanging, so he turned it down. But here's the thing. In addition to his salary, Matt was offered a percentage of the earnings, and ultimately, he would have made $250 million if he would have said yes to do an Avatar. James Cameron says he believes that's the, that's the most money an actor ever turned down. That's a, that's a lot of cash. He was great in Oppenheimer, too. Matt Damon, he was fantastic. What was his role uh, in it? Was he part of the bomb design? No, he was uh, the general who assigned Oppenheimer to the project. Oh. Yeah, he was in, he was a jerk at first, but then you grew to like him. And yeah, it was. I, I like the movie. I just... Man, three hours long movie. Three hours <laughs> long. Long, long movie. Because Barbie was an hour and fifty-four minutes, I believe. It's just so it's just under. Uh, it was an hour and fifty-four minutes for Barbie. Um, I did do a bathroom break during Barbie. Did you break it all during Barbie for bathroom no, break? No, nope. I was uh, I was glued to my chair on that one. Uh, and then let's talk about the charts. Taylor Swift's "Speak Now" Taylor's version is still the number one album in the country. Don't say yes, run away now. I'll meet you in- this is Taylor Swift's third re-recorded album, and it's the first time a re-recorded Swift album has spent its first two weeks at number one. So last week, Taylor became the first living artist to chart four albums in the top ten at the same time since 1966. Now, those four albums are still in the top ten. You've got Speak Now is number one. You got Midnight's that moved from five to four. Lover went from seven to six. And then Folklore is the number 10 album in the country. Next hour, when you win, heads up right around 825. We have tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. It's Mix 94.1. 
have tickets for you to see Katy Perry. Make sure you are listening next hour when we play Heads Up. Your tickets to check her out. One of her last shows of her residency. That is a good residency. If you haven't seen it, man, that show is so much fun. So your tickets are coming up next hour with Heads Up. Battle for Vegas was this past weekend. Mercedes was the host, the MC of the whole thing. What was it like when that walk-off home run happened at the end of the game? It was great. You know, I was uh, I, I was really um, excited because uh, it was so it was the Vegas Golden Knights and the Raiders that were playing, but each team also had um, an A's player, and the Raiders team had Jose Canseco on there, and I mean the guy, he's still like he can hit that ball mm-hmm. so so far and then also for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights was Terrence Long from the A's and so we had the home run derby and Terrence Long was in it and he didn't hit that many home runs and I felt really bad for him I felt really bad because I, I think a lot of people expected that he was just gonna like slam him over the fence and he he didn't so when he went up to bat on that last at bat and he hit he hit that ball out of the park to get the winning runs in. It made me feel so happy for him. It was like such sweet redemption. It was really great. Yeah, the game-winning home run right there. And it was different this year where they had the Fan Fest. It was on Friday, on Saturday. And I was out at the Fan Fest on Saturday for a couple of hours and with the radio station. It was an awesome set of Players were coming throughout the day doing autograph signings. And every Vegas sports team had some kind of booth set up, interactive booths that were set up. And the Aviators were out there. And they had this pitching set up where they had a setup where you're throwing into a big big net. And they had a radar gun behind the net to see how fast you could throw. So I'm walking by and, and like, do you want to try? I'm like, yeah. And the person before me had uh, like 50 was the, you can see the last speed of the last person that pitched. I'm like, oh, I can beat that. Give me that ball. And so they have four balls and just no warming up. Just grab the baseball for the first. And I play catch with jacks all the time in the backyard with a tennis ball. But I think the last time I threw a baseball, it's been a couple of years. But so I grabbed that baseball and I threw it as hard as I could. It was like 30 miles per hour. I'm like, oh, like, give me another one. And go through all four balls, throwing as hard as I can, zero warm-up. Top one was like 43 miles per hour. Um, so finish, a couple hours later, I'm at the house, take a little nap, wake up from the nap, and there's this stinging sensation in my shoulder. I'm like, ah, oh, where did that come from? I must have slept on it wrong. We go to a concert on Saturday night. I'm sitting there clapping and like cheering. I'm like, oh, shoulder still hurting. Where's this pain? Wake up at night with shoulder pain, and then it hits me. It was from throwing that baseball. It took you that long to figure that out? I, because, it, because it didn't hurt right afterwards. I mean, the second you said you threw the ball, I'm like, when did it start hurting? It did, it, I walked out of there. I'm like, oh, man, 43. I thought I could do faster. It didn't hurt at the time. It took a couple hours for that no pain to set up, in. No nothing. You just go in cold trying to throw a fastball. Like, come on. Didn't even do the... Uh, didn't even think about warming your arm up no, at all. Didn't even do the, like, the twirl the arm around, loose warm up. Like, even a give pro me the wouldn't go into something like that. Oh, my gosh, Mercedes. The pain Saturday night. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that's what it hit. I'm like, oh, it was those baseball throws. Yeah. I should have warmed up. Yeah, it could have, would have, should I guess. Did you, uh, anyone else injure themselves over the weekend? Because that was my weekend injury, throwing four baseballs without warming up. I, I feel bad for you, but I don't feel as bad for you as I feel for uh, Nate Hobbs. Did you see what happened to him? At no, Battle what happened Vegas? to him? So he's the cornerback for the Raiders. And... Uh, this this fly ball came towards him and it hit him right in the face <gasps> and he got this nasty cut like he's gushing blood and then he's up to bat 
And Max Crosby and the rest of the Raiders are like, no, man, don't go up. He's like, no, I'm going. So he goes and he bats and there's like blood dripping from no his face. On his, and so after after he went up to bat, he uh, went back to the locker room and got help. And I'm not sure whatever happened, but oh, gosh, he got nailed in the face. Softball to the face is not fun. Oh, Mm-mm. really? Yeah. So so you and Nate Hobbs had the, the injuries this weekend. Yeah, two athletes just uh, hurting themselves playing hop all over the weekend on Saturday out there at uh, downtown Summer. <laughs> Yeah, JC the athlete. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, we're all athletes in our own way, right? You know, uh, Drew Peterson, our friend who played for the uh, for the Giants. He's here in Las Vegas now. He had to hold uh, the, the Drew issues. Peterson is a murderer, dude. No, isn't 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 Drew Peterson? Who's the who's the baseball player that played for the Giants? With the uh, with the with the San Francisco tri- Giants. He played for a season, and then he had, it was the ESPN 30 by 30, he attempted suicide but survived, and now he's a whole mental health advocate. Drew Robinson? Drew Robinson. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) I don't know why I drew Peterson on my mind. I was talking to Drew Robinson on Saturday. About my, I'm just gonna end right there. Yeah, no matter what I tell, you just call him Drew Peterson. What, no matter what, and I know his dad's listening right now too. Oh my! Goodness. No matter what happens with the story I share about Drew and I over the weekend, it's not it that fact matter. that I compared him to Drew Peterson. <laughs> Two different Drews. Oh my! Two goodness. different Drews. I'm embarrassed for you. Oh man! Oh man! Well, there you go. Glad I got a laugh out of that. Hot three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. Um, when it comes to your finances, Woo. what is your biggest regret? Um, we. We're going to talk about money and how you can make a change here uh, today. Also, people who do this regularly have larger brains. We'll tell you what that is. And France is tracking down bad pet owners by doing this. Man, I hope they bring this to the U.S. We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Do you do well when it comes to making financial decisions and savings and and investing and all of that? Well, around three quarters of U.S. adults say they have financial regret, uh, according to this new bank rate survey. It also digs uh, deeper into what these financial regrets are. The most common regret that people have when it comes to money is not saving for retirement early enough. 21% say they have that regret. That's followed by taking on way too much credit card debt. Financial regrets are becoming more and more stressful for Americans with 48% saying that their stress level over their biggest financial regret has gone up in the last year. So there are a lot of regrets, um, saving for kids' education, emergencies, and baby boomers. They're the generation most likely to regret not saving for retirement early enough, probably because they're retiring right now. (laughs) I could see the regrets like, oh man, this is all I have to work with. So all you Gen Zers, this is just a little uh, heads up. Start now. Just start now. I don't know what the what the financial experts say, but five bucks a week. I'm sure you invest that in a nice uh, Roth IRA. You could probably be a millionaire by the time it's uh, time for you to retire. Preach on and listen to Mercedes. <laughs> I don't know if that's no, but I know. But listen, because we, I was in the same spot. I'm sure you were as well. It's called your 20s and you're not thinking about these things. I'm looking back and someone said the same thing to me. I, I remember being in D.C. when I was first offered a 401k plan. I'm like, wait, 
you're going to take some of my paycheck that's already not even big enough to survive on, and I'm supposed to survive with less money? No! But, but your company's also giving you free money if you do that. And I don't know? understand the whole yeah, free money th- thing. Nobody explains it Mm-mm. to kids. That's the thing. Like, we need to have a class for this. Like, the, the real world education when it comes to finances and what's your credit score mean and how do you improve your credit score what makes your credit score go down uh what is a mortgage uh what's the difference between leasing versus buying Mm. uh you know all these things nobody teaches that well maybe they do now i hope they start doing that now because my gosh so let them learn that don't don't move into an adulthood and not know what any of that stuff is like we did (laughs) if i could build a time machine right now and go back and just apply the advice mercedes said to 21 year old jc i'd be so happy right now you wouldn't be here right now (laughs) you'd be like some you know tropical island in the the beach listening to you yeah whatever (laughs) uh also this morning people who nap regularly have larger brains. That's according to a new study. The results suggest that napping may help slow the rate at which the brain shrinks with age. A larger brain volume is a marker for better brain health, lowering the risk of dementia and other neurological diseases of age. Nappers have brains that appear up to seven years younger than their biological age. Okay, I'm back on the nap train. I don't. I never nap during the week. On the weekends, I try to get one, but seeing this, I'm back on the nap train for sure. Well, and what do they consider a nap? Is, is five minutes or just just resetting your body? Because I'll do that from time again. I'll do do a five minute or six minute nap and just enough to like I, I consider it like a phone. You're, sometimes your phone or computer needs a hard reset. That's my body's hard reset. Give me five minutes, and then when that alarm goes off in five minutes. The key is to just immediately bounce up off the couch and go. For me personally, a nap is at least an hour. But mm-hmm. I think like they say the average nap is between 20 and 30 minutes where it's just enough time for you to get into that REM state and get that nice refreshing feeling once you wake up. Napping. Okay. These are yeah. these are good studies. So save money and nap. Um, finally, this morning, pick up your dog's poop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's your third lesson of the day. It's irritating when you find... Just that those mysterious little piles showing up on your property and not everyone has a security camera or a doorbell that can catch the culprit. But Europe has taking this is taking this very seriously. They are going CSI on this situation. Several towns and cities in France, Spain and the UK are now using DNA testing to track down irresponsible pet owners. I love this. Several uh, towns are doing it. They have programs that require pet owners to have their dog's genetics registered and logged into a database that can be accessed by authorities for several reasons, including tracking the poo that's left out in public. People then can collect it in the streets and then send it to the police for DNA analysis. And if you're caught, you could be issued a fine for around 135 bucks. So how do they stop people from not having their dog swabbed? If you're out in public with your pet, you're required to carry proof that your dog is registered. And if you get caught without it, you could be fined about 40 bucks i'm cool with that because i'm the same way these mercedes we walk even just walking your dog on the sidewalk there's some poo there it's like come on it's not that hard to pick it up and i understand there's certain situations maybe you're not prepared but a lot of these places especially in summerland there's doggy like poo stations with doggy bags like every single corner of the street it's just like that entitlement that mm-hmm. it's like i don't have to or it's like you know when i love those videos with the um i forget what they're called 
are they called cart narcs or something? There's these like group of guys and they stake out parking lots at grocery stores. And if you don't put your cart away, they go up to you and they ask you, hey, would you mind please putting your cart away? And they're, they're you know, videoing all of this. And uh, most people are like, no, that's why they have people working here. They're like, yeah, but they would they only have to come out here to get the carts because people like you are not putting them away. Mm-hmm. Please. And people like they full, have a full on fit. Because they are dare asked to put away the cart oh that they gosh. just use. It's it's crazy to me. Cart narcs is what it's called? I think, yeah. Look them up <laughs> on TikTok. Their videos are hilarious. We need some of those cart narcs at uh, Albertsons in Summerlin. I'll tell you that much. My gosh. Uh, next hour, you're going to go see Katy Perry. Those tickets for you right around 825. And those are yours when you win. Heads up. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Hey, coming up next hour and what's trending, we are going to talk about the new Barbie movie. We're going to talk about Oppenheimer. Actually, why don't we just talk about it now? Barbie just killed at the box office this weekend, bringing in $155 million in ticket sales. They were projecting it to hit $95, $100 million. And then Oppenheimer, they were predicting about 45 to $50 million. That ended up bringing in $80 million. I know we both saw it. Steph, did you see the Barbie movie? also this weekend i did i saw it on friday night so what did everybody think about the barbie movie um 702-364-9400 if you saw it what what did you think i for me personally i had such a like wide range of just conflicting emotions when when the movie was over I felt like incredibly sad and somber. There was like so much nostalgia in there from and I don't want to give away too many spoilers because I know a lot of people still haven't seen it. And I I encourage you to. I thought I really enjoyed it. Um, I I felt like such a confliction of emotions from nostalgia and so like seeing weird barbie which we were just talking the other day about my weird barbies yeah. and what i do and i saw weird barbie i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> i had weird barbie and then um one of the main characters says she never had a ken i didn't have a ken i never played with a ken so i'm watching this i'm like is this based on my life what is happening right now it was just really nostalgic and and funny um there were some great just one-liner jokes but i felt sad too 
when I walked out of that theater, was with my husband and my two daughters, and I could tell my daughters felt kind of sad, but they were just kind of like, yeah. And, you know, Matt was, he was, he was content, but he's like, what did you guys think? And, and I was just like, oh, it's good. It's good. I didn't really want to talk because I was still trying to absorb what I saw. And, and he said something at dinner afterwards, which I thought was really cool and a really cool observation of his. And he said that, um, cause I was kind of sad and he goes, you know, I feel like this movie is for the new generation to see that you don't really have to dream about having a career or having a life. It's not a dream anymore. Like you, you can go in and decide what you want to do now instead of dreaming about it. And I really liked that observation that he made and that he pulled that from the movie. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great observation. Uh, yeah. When I saw it, there were, so every single Barbie they referenced in the movie was once an actual real Barbie doll. Yeah. Like there was, every single one. There was a pregnant Barbie doll at one uh-huh. point. Midge. Midge was her name. I didn't remember her. That was before my time, I believe. But, um, I remember like seeing, a, like reading about uh-huh. it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a Barbie where you moved her arm and her breast expanded. Yeah, apparently so. I did not know that one either. <laughs> that was uh, yeah before my time. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I, I went by myself and I went there on Sunday to watch the movie. And my whole thing is, is once I feel content or I get bored in a movie, I just leave. I get my fill. And so I walked in there on Sunday and the movie started. And it's about ten minutes in. I'm like, where is this thing going? But then it kept hooking me and hooking me and hooking me. And I stayed to the very end. And I thought there were some some really good lessons in there there were some jokes that i wasn't getting because i wasn't fully immersed in the barbie world so when they were referencing some past barbies and other things i didn't get those jokes um there was one joke that stood out when they made a comment about barbie never takes the stairs in that barbie house she's just like you picked her up and put her down yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's cute there's, so there's some, really, some references that's I how get. we played with them yeah exactly that's how yeah. We, played. They, we, we didn't have them take <laughs> i actually had an elevator in my dream house and i did put her in the elevator you want to move her down yeah, yeah. it's like a he-man or gi joe i want to <laughs> make them walk you just pick them up and move them to where they're going so but i did think there were some really good messages in there as well when america uh ferrera gloria was her, her character's name in the movie when she gave that monologue about halfway through to barbie and i don't wanna give any spoilers away but i thought like that was i thought that was a great moment and a great speech in the movie i think every woman in my theater had a lump in her throat at that point mm-hmm. where it's just like like wow you said it you said it it was just so meaningful and it just it it, it further kind of emphasized to me that <laughs> like one of my daughters says it, it makes you realize that um our our mom's were once little girls that had hopes and dreams and I wanted to cry when they said that because it's like I was a little girl like I I sometimes forget that I'm not a little girl anymore that I have all these responsibilities and I got to be this and I got to do that and and all that but yeah when they said like you were once a little girl that had hopes and dreams and I was like I was. I was. Thanks for acknowledging that. So, if you think about that with your parents, though, too, it's like hard to think of like your parents were kids at one point as well. Yeah, Going my mom was thing. a little girl. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, you know, you, and I saw an interview with America Ferreira. I know we got to wrap up, but she said um, sometimes men don't have to grow up. Yeah, they have their man caves. They sit mm-hmm. there, they play their video games, but we're kind of like, okay, grow up now. Like, no more playing for you. That's too immature for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. So it's just, uh, I really enjoyed the meaning behind it. It was a emotional um i'm i'm going i'm gonna plan a girl's night 
So if anyone wants to join, let me know. We're going to go see the movie again. And uh, I, I we're going to all dress up in pink and call each other Barbie. And it's going to be fun. So I'm going to plan something like that. And like the girls' night reference in the movie Barbie as well. Yeah. Every night was girls' night at the Barbie Every house. Every night. <laughs> With Cindy Lauper playing too. I mean, what a fantastic Sunday for me. Coming up, there's tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. That happens right around 825. Luke Combs and Fast Car. Tickets for you to see Katy Perry are coming up here in just about 10 minutes. I was just reading uh, an article and they asked they asked millennials and Gen Xers, what are some things that Gen Zers are missing out that are from your generation? What are they missing out on? Um, and you know what? Like the, th- the one thing that I keep seeing everywhere is um, watching a live performance without millions of phones in the air blocking your view. Yeah, like going to a concert and not having a bazillion phones in the way. But back when you know they just sat there and, and watched the concert, um, someone else wrote not having all your bleep ups forever uploaded to the internet. Um, parents that let their kids run free. Uh, Stranger Things is actually a pretty accurate depiction of how much freedom kids had. All the things that Gen Z is missing out on. I sit there on the weekends. I have wrestling from the 80s and early 90s on in the background when I'm doing breakfast and stuff like that. And it's so funny to watch that because people are just sitting there. It's so weird. The crowd, like, look at the crowd just watching wrestling and applauding. No phones, no nothing. It's so odd to see that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of like things that my kids will see in movies. Like, what is that? Oh, wow. And it's always it makes me feel so old. But at the same time, it's they're they're curious. They want to know a little bit more about it. And then they have like their terms and their phrases, which will inevitably start rubbing off on you if you allow it. And sometimes I'll catch myself using a word that they use and it's annoying and, but I, I, I do it anyway. <laughs> and sometimes you'll say it on here and I'll think that's a word their kids use. I try to think what, I'm trying to think what it means too. Sometimes I'll Google it. Mercedes just said this word. What does it mean? It was, it was so funny because uh, I was picking an outfit for something the other night and uh, my daughter, she likes to help me pick my outfits and she goes, well, you know the rule. And I was like, what's the rule? She's like, the Gen Z rule is tight top, baggy pants. Baggy top, tight pants. She's like, you can't go too baggies. You can't go too tights. Pick which one you want to go with. And now I kind of follow that rule. I'm like, oh, okay, tight top, baggy pants. <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty funny that they have all their little rules. And I thought, too, your outfit at the ball game that you hosted on Saturday night, you had, based on the, just the photos that I saw, you had like a loose jersey. And did you have like tight shorts underneath Yep, it? tight top mm, uh-huh. or t- tight shorts, baggy up like, like they're like oversized don't get it your size get it oversized i'm like are you sure it's not be too big. they're like no that's the way you gotta wear it and i got more compliments it's crazy you looked awesome on oh, saturday well, night thank you thank you so much uh steph do you find yourself you your younger siblings they're gen z do you ever divert and use some of their phrases oh absolutely i have a nephew he's a gen Zer. he always says i bet I'm like, oh, bet. I caught myself bet. doing bet. <laughs> well, I thought about this and the Gen Z slang terms and all that stuff. And Mercedes, I'll catch you on the air. She's like, slay, queen. <laughs> That's more of a joke. I'm being sarcastic. I'm not really being like, slay. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I have a list of Gen Z slang terms that I want to give you two. And I want you two to put it in a sentence. I have a little game for oh, you guys. Oh, man. Jay-Z, if you have any questions on some terms, let me know, and we'll, me and Mercedes will help you. Okay, okay. But let's start with you. All right. Okay. JC, I'll give you two words, and you got to put it in a sentence. 
And I think you know, probably, you'll know some of these just based on us talking with my kids yes, on the air. Yes, my education from Brooklyn and, and I know your friends have kids that yeah. are Gen Zers, too. Okay, your first word is, hits different. Your second word is, on God. On God? Yes. Hits different and on God. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that movie just... Hits different if you've got a little girl who's playing with Barbie dolls right now. It just hits different. On guard is the new restaurant that's open in downtown oh Summerlin. And I think I'm going to take my kid there after I see the movie. On guard? On guard! I, but, I am, but I am on guard of my fictional daughter and oh, making sure God. to protect her. Um, see, here's the thing. I don't got any kids. So I don't know what on guard. Am I so, on guard? On guard. It's a term you used before. On God. G-O-D. On God. On God. And Margot Robbie is on God. Oh, dear. She's so good looking. Mm, that was all right. I think you got the hits different part. But on God is more like, man, that guy's telling the truth on something. So, mm. like the, Like, if I said, you know... The Sprite at McDonald's, it hits different on God. That means, like, I'm telling you the truth. Okay. I'm not lying. It just On God is what it is? Yeah, on God. On God. Yes. It's okay. almost like I swear to God. Yeah, swear to God. Yeah. On, okay, I thought you were saying on, on God. God. On God. On the God. The Sprite at McDonald's hits different. On God. Got it. Okay. <laughs> not bad, though, JC. Thank not you. Bad. Thank you. Thank you. That wasn't good, though. No. On <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, Mercedes, okay. Your first word is... Drip. Drip. And your, uh, your second oh, okay. word. Oh, two words. Okay. Yeah. Drip. And then your second word is, it's giving. <laughs> when I saw Jack Eichel's outfit at Battleford Vegas, I was like, it's giving Harry Styles. I mean, he had so much drip from his head to toe. I just, I, I, I. On God. Yeah. Oh, and he had it on God. That was very good. That was good. That was good. All right. Oh, can we do a couple more? Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. JC, your first word is low key. Your second phrase is mid. Mid. Uh, the high today will be in the mid. <laughs> um, okay. Um. I got to tell you guys, I'm a low-key fan of BTS. And mid? And I'm a mid fan. What's mid mean? Like below average. Oh, below average. Um, and, um, hmm. You too is mid. On God. On God. I'm joking. That was a joke. <laughs> she said U2 is mid is what she said. Wow. Okay. All right, Mercedes one more. All right, Mercedes, your first phrase is mad cringe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this segment is mad cringe. <laughs> and your second phrase is no cap. <laughs> this segment is mad cringe. No cap. <laughs> It's the two words that make it really tough. I remember doing one word. It's the two words. And that drip had a whole different meaning in the 90s. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Nama. Good morning, Nama. How are you? Yeah, how are you? Really well. We are so happy you're caller 20. You get to play heads up for these Katy Perry tickets. Her residency play over at Resorts World is so good. We want you to go. Just pick a category. Do you want to go with 
cherry red, chili dog, chicken fingers, free refills, or women's world cup? I'm just, we'll go with the first one because we are too excited to hear the rest. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a great way to narrow it down, really. Cherry, uh, cherry red is the first category. International red shoe day is tomorrow. These are all things that are red, okay? All right. Things that are red. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, JC. All right. All right. I'm feeling it on a Monday now. I'm uh, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to see Katy Perry, and you start now. You put this on top of a Sunday. Hat. What? Top. Top? Uh, it's, a, it's a fruit, not a strawberry, but a... Uh, watermelon? A tiny little red ball goes on top of a Sunday. Yes. This is a little tiny um, insect... Uh, it's red and has black spots on its wings and shell. Ladybug. Ladybug. One of these fruits a day keeps the doctor away. There's an apple. Yes, apple. This is in the sea and it's got claws. Um. Has a shell around it as well. Jellyfish, octopus. Um. There's a restaurant named after it. Red blank. They're in the ocean. Uh. Yeah. 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 Lobster. Lobster. This is a flower that you give someone you love. Roses? Yes. This is a Sesame character. Hi, I'm Blank. Um, Elmo? Elmo, yes! Oh, with five seconds oh. left on the clock. You got it. Congratulations. Whoa. 15 years. I just moved back to bed. I'm here on vacation, and I'm feeling lucky. Thank you. Oh, you're oh, welcome. Mama. Well, congratulations. Ooh. You're going to love this show. Katy Perry at Resorts World. It's so, so fun. High energy. And we have these tickets all week long with Heads Up. So if you didn't win today, don't worry. We'll play same time tomorrow morning. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. So heads up, uh, products are constantly being recalled for things like, you know, salmonella. Um, there's some sort of uh, bad batch that went out. I've not seen this one before. Trader Joe's, they just issued a recall for two types of cookies that they sell because they might contain rocks. Now, they haven't really elaborated or explained how the rocks got in there, but they've already been pulled from shelves. Anyone who bought them, though, can bring them back for a full refund. The two types of cookies that might be full of rocks are their almond windmill cookies and their dark chocolate chunk with almonds. That's probably not an almond. Oh, that's going to hurt your teeth. Yeah, big time. It's like biting, uh, biting into an olive that the, the pit's still in it. Oh, that hurts. All of the potentially rock-filled snacks have sell-by dates by, between October 17th and the 21st. So if you bought either of those types, but they have a different sell-by date, you're okay. Chew with confidence. You should be fine. It's just the ones between October 17th and October 21st. Um, also this morning, did you have like a list of chores you had to do as a child? Well, it may have helped you bond with your parents. Most of us would rather do just about anything than clean the house. But it turns out that that unexpected benefits to having to pitch in at home as a kid is bonding with your parents. A new poll of adults finds that nearly two thirds of people find comfort in doing 
tasks the way they learned from their parents how to do it. Like they, this is how mom did this. This is now how I do this. Another 60% credit their parents for passing on valuable health and cleaning tips. And seven in 10 respondents believe they have a strong relationship with their parents. And 61% say spending quality time together, whether it's doing chores or otherwise, is the biggest reason for that. The top cleaning tips people learn from their parents include um, to pick up items and not just dust around them. Uh, (laughs) Hand wash dishes in a specific order. You go silverware, glasses, plates, then pots and pans. That's the specific order. Um, Gosh, I always did silverware last. That's interesting. I didn't know that you you were supposed to do silverware first. I just, however they lay in the sink, I would do them. Oh, I always did pats and pens last and then plates uh, second to last. Glasses you want in the cleanest water possible just because most glasses are clear. So, uh, but the silverware, I was like, eh. Um, and then they say uh, cleaning off a bar of soap after using it, they learned. Taking shoes off inside the house. Saturday night, we came home to the most disgusting thing in my home. I, I was completely shocked we were at battle for vegas you get home we got home pretty late because there was an after party and we walk in and i'm standing at the count the the kitchen island and i'm uh drinking some water and i see a bug crawl across the counter and i was like ah and i like smashed it and then my daughter's over by the um the kitchen table and she's like ew a bug and she smashed it and then i started looking and there were bugs everywhere we're like, there's another bug. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What is happening? So we grab like fly swatters and we're like smashing. There's bugs all over my kitchen. I, I kid you not. What kind of bugs? Like there were some like of those little ants, but then there were also like bigger ones, like kind of like gnats. And I'm like, where are they coming from? So we're trying to find like, there's got to be a path. Like where are they coming in here from? So we're looking, we're looking. And then over by the, the table, there's an outlet and underneath the outlet, like they're crawling in from yeah. there. We see a line and we're like, oh my gosh. So we, we're trying to figure out what to do. I'm smashing them and stuff. And um, we get the bug spray and spray it. And oh my gosh, we were freaking out. We're like, where else are they? We were smashing bugs for like 45 minutes. They were all in there. There now, were ants and, coming in from outside? They were coming in from an outlet. From underneath but, it. From underneath yeah. it. And I was just like, do, do we have an issue? Do we need to call an exterminator? Well, we have an exterminator come like once a month, but usually it just does outside. So we were spraying that stuff like there was no tomorrow. It was disgusting. Okay, who had a bug infestation this weekend? Because I had one, but it was right outside. Um, Laura had got out before me. She went to the, the, the barn, and then I woke up probably about 5.15 on Sunday, and I go out back, and there is it's like a, there's a dead cricket or something. Some kind of big insect is dead, and there's hundreds of ants feeding on this thing, just going to town. And then there's a trail of ants leading around my pool, all the way behind my pool, out through the dirt, like leaving my backyard. Because they were coming in, and they were marching over, eating this bug, I guess, taking their fill of food, and then walking it back to their campground. Mercedes, this thing was fascinating at the same time to see these hundreds of ants literally dissecting and chewing this grasshopper, eating it alive. But at the same time, it was freaking me out. So what I do is I, I boiled hot water, and I 
just killed all the ants uh, along the path all the way back to their to their home. No, yeah, you definitely beat me on that one. I did not have like a, a seance with animals using a dead animal as a their their gift to the gods. It was so freaky. It was just going to town, like eating the whole thing. But it was, just, it was too close to my house, so I just had to get rid of all of them. But then I went out like ten minutes later, and they started to come back. The, the ants that I didn't kill started marching back with the remains. I'm like, my God, you guys are relentless. Yeah, they're uh, they're out to to get some food. Well, finally this morning, there are warning labels on everything these days. Virtually every product has a big old write-up with red lettering about how something can be dangerous. But it wasn't always this way. There are very few warning labels until the 1960s when they started going on cigarettes. Then other products followed suit. And things really went crazy in the 90s when everyone started filing lawsuits. Well, now researchers are worried that we are so desensitized that no one ever reads or even notices warning labels anymore. So they're basically pointless. One expert says they've come ubiquitous if everything in the supermarket is labeled as dangerous you just don't know what to buy this also means that companies cannot rely on people reading through all the warnings so they may redesign some products to make them safer for consumers like for example requiring someone to like have a two-step system like pull a lever and then push a button to start a lawnmower or something like that rather than have it start with just the turn of a key that way they're making sure that you know about the dangers and read you have to read directions and then by default read the warning mm-hmm. labels my I, like growing up our lawnmower was a riding lawnmower and it was a default if you got up off the seat the thing would automatically turn off that it was, like, it was about, just like the safety. Yeah, the safety thing, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of a bummer because I like to st- you cut lawns all the time. You like to stand up and kind of stretch, but as soon as you stood up off that seat, thing would slow down. Oh, get, your, get your work done. No rest for, the, for you. <laughs> Stay seated and cut those lawns. <laughs> Coming up here, we do have Jerker Justified. One family is dealing with cheating grandparents. How would you handle this situation? We'll read it to you in about 10 minutes. We out. We out. It is Monday, and that means it is time for Jerk or Justified. You be the judge. Is this person a jerk, or are they completely justified? If you ever have a situation where you want us to throw it out there, see what everyone thinks, you can always shoot us an email. Go to the website, Mix941.fm. This comes from Cheyenne, and she writes, Hi, Mercedes and JC. I have a situation with my family that I'm having a hard time dealing with. I'm not sure if my intentions would make me a jerk or not. So she goes on to write, my grandfather had been married to my step-grandmother for 30 years, or has been married for 30 years. The majority of my family recently found out that my grandmother has been having an affair. We have pretty significant proof of the affair. The dilemma is, if we were to tell him and they decided to divorce, he would more than likely lose everything. Vehicles are in her name. House and land is in her name, etc. Any of us would be more than happy to have him stay or live with us. But he never agreed because he's independent and hard-headed. We've been arguing on whether or not to tell him for nearly a month. I am one of the family members that do not want to tell him. What would you guys do? Am I a jerk for wanting to keep this a secret? Signed, Cheyenne. And P.S. They live in Pittsburgh, so I'm not worried about them hearing this on air if you choose to read my email. Grandma is cheating on Grandpa. Do you tell Grandpa or not? Uh, what do you guys think? You can call us or text us. Our number is 702-364-9400. Do you mind your business and leave it? Um, what would you do in this situation? Uh, first off, what a hard conversation to have with anyone about that. Um, I'm kind of conflicted on this. I think of let grandpa live um, 
you know, his golden years and, and bliss and not know about this affair. Maybe he does know about it. Maybe there's things that he can't get, give grandma. And so grandma turns outside the relationship for it. And grandpa is aware of what's happening. But then I think, okay, if you keep it a secret. And then like a year, two years down the road, grandpa finds out. And he wants out. And then he, he knows that you guys knew the entire time. I think it would be devastated. So... I think it is a conversation that needs to be had. How you have the conversation, good luck with it. But I, th- I think you need to let Grandpa know about the, uh, the affairs. I disagree. I think he knows already. He knows. It, 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 you, you're married to someone for 30 years, and it, it, he's in, you just said to yourself, he's independent, he does his own thing. He knows. He's happy with his life the way it is. I really think that you're not going to tell him anything he doesn't know. If anything, you're going to make it so that he's now going to be embarrassed that he knows that you know. Just, like, let him do his thing. Um, I, I I wouldn't say anything in this case. They've been married for 30 years. Um, I don't know what kind of affair grandma is having. If, like, she has a whole new family, if she's dating some guy. Doesn't matter. Because cheating is cheating. But... I think Grandpa already knows. I I would I would put money on the fact that he already knows about it. And this, we have significant proof. Did you see Grandma with this guy? What's the proof that you guys have yeah, of Grandma's affairs? I, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's see what you guys think. 702-364-9400. Or you can comment on our Facebook page. Uh, Tony says, unfortunately, he probably already knows. And maybe he is trying to protect the rest of you. Uh, Marie says, same thing. Don't tell him. He most likely already knows. Ren says, my heart breaks. You never know their arrangement. If I said anything, it'd be to grandma. Or I'd openly ask if they have any juicy stories about their past and steer it where I'd want to see her reaction. (laughs) I'd be afraid it would literally break his heart. I'm pretty sure they live in an at-fault state. So if you give him the proof... He'd likely walk away with more than you'd think. Oh, interesting take on that. Uh, Chandra says, I think it's jerky. If my husband was cheating on me, I'd appreciate that. If my family members knew, they'd be letting me know and let me make the decision of what I want to do. And Christine says, he probably already knows. Let them be. This text just came in. Gotta tell Grandpa, and if he knows, so be it. But if he don't, he should know. Um, And this one says, the whole family tells him together with the proof. Oh, gosh. Like a presentation? I, I Put together would, a deck? I would politely <laughs> bow out of that conversation. I'm like, you guys go ahead. Hey, <laughs> Grandpa, we're coming to Pittsburgh next week. We want to talk to you about something. Okay, come yeah, on out. Yeah, we're gonna, we have a little PowerPoint <laughs> for you, um, and we'll explain once we get there. <laughs> well, if you ever have a situation for Jerk or Justified, you can send us an email. Uh, just go to our website, mix941.fm. And we also love getting the follow-ups, too. So, Cheyenne, please keep us posted on what the family does and how things work out with Grandma and Grandpa. It's Mix. 94.1. I had a bit of a situation before I went and saw the Barbie movie on Sunday. I went, I went to the Suncoast to see the Barbie movie. It was like a 10.30 showing, and I get there, and it wasn't that crowded. And I go walking in. I'm in theater number eight, and I go walking up to the theater. I'm like, I should use the restroom before this movie starts. And I see at the corner of my eye right next to the theater is the men's room. Like, perfect. And I go to start walking in. And as I'm walking in, there's a guy like walking past me and I feel like he's like glaring at me as I'm going into the restroom. I thought nothing of it. And I walked into the restroom and there's some sinks there and there's a couple of stalls. I'm like, okay, this restroom has the stalls up front. Cool. And I turned the corner and there's like eight more stalls. I'm like, wow, Suncoast have changed things. Nothing but stalls here in the men's room. That's so, okay. I, it still works. And so I walk into the stall. I'm not ready to take care of business. And it's like the light bulb goes off Mercedes. It's like, wait a second. 
Why are there all stalls in this restroom? And why was that man giving me a side eye as I walked into this restroom? Like, hmm. So I zip back up when walking outside and realize I went into the ladies' room. Oops. Nobody caught you, though. No I, I, no one saw me. I don't know if there were ladies in there because I didn't do the feet check. I saw not if any ladies were in there. Not that they saw me or anything, but I got in and got out without being spotted. But it was one of those things I'm like, walking in. I'm like, wait a second. Something's not right here. Have you been in that situation where you accidentally walked into the men's room? And if so, did you get a reaction? Um, No. I, like, I, I uh, turned, and then as soon as I see a urinal, I'm like, oh, this must not be the right place. So then I turn around. But I've never gotten caught or anything like that before. That, Yeah, I, thankfully, I, that's the last thing I would want to do for sure. And then I, now I know why that guy was giving me the side eyes and walking in. Because it's funny because I saw him walk out of the theater, so he must have went to the men's room and sees me going in. Like, why is this dude? Well, okay, he's doing his thing. Thankfully, there's no uh, ladies there. I, I don't know why he wouldn't say anything to you. Like, dude, you're going into the wrong restroom with going on here yeah why wouldn't he have stopped me or like hey dude heads up and i just saw the uh, i just I, I missed the wall and i just saw the men on the door and went right in there did you have anything embarrassing over the weekend happen to you uh over the weekend uh let me think here anything embarrassing uh nothing like no not really i mean i had a great time at battle for vegas um hosting and i was excited i finally got to meet jack eichel i met a bunch of the other golden knights um it ran into our old good friend ryan reeves he says hello to everyone and he was uh great had a nice conversation with him for a while and then um oh I, I, when i talked to jack eichel i asked him um i was like he's a huge sneakerhead. he wears the coolest shoes that I've ever seen like a professional athlete where he has really cool shoes. So I was like, I want to make sure I wear a, a cool pair of shoes when I meet Jack Eichel. I just, I, you know, I want to impress the sneakerhead in my mind, one of the biggest sneakerheads. So I, I keep seeing him look at my feet, like as we're walking around and I keep seeing his eyes go down to my feet, go down to my feet. So finally I, I come up to him and I was like, Jack, I, I, and I got this on camera. I'm like, I, I want you to rate my shoes. I know you're the big sneaker head and I respect your shoe game. And what would you give my, my shoes on a scale of one to 10? And he stops and he looks down. And he's like, huh? Well, I really, they were dunks. He's like, I really like dunks and uh, they're pretty cool. He's like, I'll give them about an eight. And I was, I was happy with an eight by, from Jack Eichel. An eight in my mind was a win because there are dunks. I mean, I think a 10 would probably be like a Jordan one. Wouldn't you say, Steph? Like a one would be up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But an eight was respectable on a, a Jack Eichel. And then when they won the trophy and all the players ran onto the field, Zach White Cloud stepped on my shoe. No. I was like... Ah, and I looked and even he stopped. He goes, oh my gosh. And he stopped and he licked his fingers and he wiped my shoe with his fingers. The value of your shoe just went up. You have Zach Whitecloud spit on your sneakers. I go, don't worry about it. It's all good. You won. Go, go, go. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's fine. It's all fine. Meanwhile, I turn around. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Gotta get this off. But no, it wasn't that bad. It was, so I guess that might've been a little embarrassing when uh, I, I was getting mad at Zach Whitecloud cloud for stepping on my shoe <laughs> and he's telling his uh, his girlfriend this morning man over the
over the weekend. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. I scuffed Mercedes Martinez's sneakers. I'm sure he forgot about it the second he <laughs> held up that trophy. <laughs> What's trending is coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about the big mo- movies at the box office this weekend. It was all about Barbie and Oppenheimer. That is on the way. Also, Twitter is no more. Welcome to X. And the U.S. Women's National Team is getting you some free Chipotle, but you got to be quick on this one. All of that is coming up in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending is on Mix 94.1. Barbie and Oppenheimer are trending this morning. So the summer box office battle, just absolutely huge, exceeding all expectations. Greta Gerwig's Barbie and Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer brought in record numbers to the theater. What did everyone think? Did you see both of them? Did you see one of them? Did you love it? What were your thoughts? Um, Barbie took the number one spot. $155 million in ticket sales, and Greta Gerwig now has the weekend record for a female director. They were only expecting, I say only, but they were expecting like $100 million, and it got to 155 Oppenheimer also surpassed what was forecasted, earning $80.5 million over the weekend. That is, this is also the first time that one movie opened to more than $100 million, and then another one opened to more than $80 million in the same weekend. When the final numbers come, come in, it's likely going to be the fourth biggest box office weekend of all time with over $300 million industry-wide. Uh, just packed both days that I went to the movies. Friday for Barbie, tons of people. And I just loved all the all the people wearing pink or I saw guys dressed like Ken and and people were saying hi Barbie to to everyone dressed yes. in pink and that, someone said that to me because I was wearing a pink t-shirt. Uh-huh. She goes hi Barbie and I looked at her I go hi Barbie <laughs> and then we, everyone started doing it in the theater. It was just so adorable and then um, I heard someone go hi Ken. I, I had to look. I'm like what did he wear? And he was wearing like um, this pink and blue striped shirt and short set and I was like oh look at him he dressed like Ken it was so adorable who was the other character in the movie Alan Alan so was, was, did you have an Alan doll when, when was the Alan doll a thing what? I don't know I've heard of Alan doll I think it I think it was like way back in the day uh-huh. um, I had heard of Alan um, I loved Alan in the movie Alan was great um, I loved all the, the people in the movie it was just so good um, but he's Ken's friend who um, can wear Ken's clothes and poor Alan just Man, he really got the shaft. He didn't really get to do much of anything. He was just kind of there. So, yeah, there was Alan. And um, I I heard someone when we walked out of the theater, she goes, in a world of Ken's, be an Alan. I just thought that was so cute. But there were so many little jokes, too, little inside jokes and Barbie jokes, too. So now that you said that about, so that was true with Alan, he could wear Ken's clothes. And that was like a marketing thing for Alan. He can wear Ken's clothes. Yeah, but he never did wear his clothes in the movie, if you noticed. He always wore his Alan. Oh, it was the Alan clothes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Also trending this morning is Twitter. It's gone. It, it, more changes coming to the social media platform. The iconic Twitter bird has been replaced with an X. It's now called X. Elon Musk tweeted last night, or I guess he X'd last night. I don't know. Do we still call it tweeting and yeah. stuff? And he said, um, and soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds. So I don't know if you're 
saying like, oh man, last night my ex went viral. And they're going to be like, what'd your ex do? It's like, no, my, my, my tweet, my ex. I don't know how that we're going to refer to it now. What's going to happen? I didn't even think of that. The confusion that's there. Hey, it's his business. He can do what he wants. But yeah, it's just look, even looking at I, it's still the same. I have to do an update on my phone, but everything on the Twitter app is the same. But if you go to Twitter.com, that you can you see the changes immediately. Yeah. The big X on there. And I'm going to still call it Twitter and I'm going to still call it tweeting and tweets and stuff like that. But he bought Twitter last October for $44 billion <laughs> and he's warned that he could be at risk for filing for bankruptcy because the platform has a negative cash flow due to a 50% drop in advertising revenue and heavy debt loads. So a lot happening with that. And then finally, Chipotle is trending this morning. They're bringing back their bowls for goals deal. So it's in conjunction with the women's national soccer team's upcoming matches. Chipotle is going to give away 2,500 free entrees whenever the U.S. women's national team scores a tying, a go-ahead, or a lead-extending goal during the group stage of the World Cup. And then when that happens, they'll tweet out a, a code on their Twitter page. And the first 2,500 fans to text that code to 888-222 will get a free entree. So they have some new menu items, a couple named after some of the... Uh, some of the players, uh, Rose Lavelle and Sophia Smith, so you can get their orders and all sorts of good stuff. The bulls are available. They're, those specific bulls are available for a limited time, and that is what's trending. week long we have your two day one park per day passes to the Disneyland Resort. Hey, Eva. Hi. Hey, did you hear a Disney diva? And if so, who was it? Uh, yes, Moana. And I have some good news for you. You're caller twenty. You won no the one, Disney no. Diva of the Day was Moana and you heard her. You're caller twenty and now you just got yourself a four pack of two day one part per day passes for the Disneyland Resort. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, we love it, Eva. <laughs> so, so, so humble, so quiet. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it sounds like the work excitement, the work excitement. Congratulations, Eva, and we've got your tickets to Disneyland. Just be here tomorrow morning, 7.15. We'll give you the Disney Diva of the Day and the hour to listen for that Diva to get your tickets to the Disneyland Resort. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Make sure you're joining us tomorrow because we have more of those Disneyland passes for you today. One park per day uh, tickets for you coming up tomorrow. Be listening at 715 for tomorrow's Disney Diva of the Day. We'll also have more Katy Perry tickets for you. And tomorrow is Try It Tuesday. I think this is going to be a really cool thing that we try tomorrow. Let's see how this works out could be a messy one maybe not we'll see that's happening uh, just after eight o'clock so make sure you are listening for that we are headed out j love is on the way next but right now it is time for the line of the day this was fun steph she gave us the gen z slang quiz she gave us gen z terms and then we had to use them in a sentence your first word is low key your second phrase is mid mid uh, the high today will be in the mid <laughs> <laughs> Um, I gotta tell you guys, I, I'm a low key fan of BTS, and what's mid mean? Like below average. Oh, below average. Hmm. You too is mid. <laughs> <laughs>
You two is mid, is what you said. If they you missed that. are a world-renowned rock band from Ireland, and they're fantastic. I was just trying to use it in a sentence. You're saying I think your sentence got cut off. You're saying you two is middle practicing for their new show at the Sphere. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Spin that as well. Spin it that way. That'll do it for show number 1880 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.